Food Heals Nation, what have you been doing lately when it comes to truly caring for your skin? Have you tried any of the light therapy facials or the LED masks? I've shared on this show how I use lasers to completely remove my brown spots in the past, and I love anything that can help me with wrinkles or blemishes or redness or scars. I find a lot of great products on YouTube that I test out, and I've just discovered a new brand. It's called Lima, and when you see the before and afters on YouTube, you're going to be a convert too. They are changing the way that you care for your skin on actually a profoundly scientific level. This is the Lima laser. It's the world's most powerful clinic grade cosmetic laser device and the only laser FDA cleared for at home use. Why this is important is because I was spending, I'm not going to tell you how much, way too much money years ago when I was getting rid of those brown spots when I was really healing my skin. And now This same type of technology is available at home, and I'm here for it. I am so excited. So this is a near-infrared laser light that penetrates deep into the dermis, simultaneously working on your fat, muscle, and bone to give you like a non-surgical facelift. It transforms your skin. It helps skin issues like wrinkles, sagging, blemishes, pigmentation, redness, breakouts, and scars. And it does this with zero damage, zero pain, and zero downtime. And I remember the lasers that I used to do, they did have some downtime, so this is great. Make sure to check out some of the before and after photos on the website so you can see what I'm talking about. They have YouTube videos too. But the reason it's groundbreaking is it uses that near-infrared low-level light technology, which is completely cold and painless, and it's 100 times more powerful than an LED. And the craziest part is you can even use it with a full face of makeup. So check it out for yourself. Visit lima.life. L is for live. Y is for younger. M is for masterful. A is for approved, and learn more about the Lima Laser. If you're interested in trying one today, you can sign up for their newsletter. Tell them that Food Heals sent you, and please let me know if you order one. I want to hear about your results. Again, it's lima.life, L-Y-M-A dot life. Y'all, oh my God, Food Heals Nation, I just got the softest sheets and pajama set from Cozy Earth, and I had to go and get you a discount code too, so that you could experience the coziness as well. You can visit CozyEarth.com, use the promo code FOODHEALS, and you'll get an exclusive 35% off. So Cozy Earth, it's like your one-stop shop for what they call the luxury she deserves. So listen up, guys because this could make a great gift for that special someone, your girlfriend, your wife, the mother in your life. And don't forget, Mother's Day will be here before we know it. So get a gift for the mom or moms. Here's a nice little gift you could ask for. Anyways, let's start with the sheets to transform your sleep. The coolest thing about Cozy Earth Bedding is that it is temperature regulating. So you stay cool, which is so important when you're sleeping. Plus they are just so soft. It feels like I'm sleeping on a cloud. Plus I love the cozy earth quality and longevity promise. All products come with a 100 night sleep trial and a 10 year warranty. So incorporating cozy earth products into your self-care routine can enhance your sleep quality and just overall wellness. So Again, this is the luxury you deserve. You can treat yourself to the ultimate in comfort and indulgence with Cozy Earth bedding and sleepwear and prioritize your self-care and sleep health. 
And while you're at it, don't forget to check out the Bamboo Pajama Set. It was awarded Oprah's Favorite Things in 2019, so you know it's good. I love the softness and breathability of the fabric, and it has these really great side pockets. And don't forget that by supporting our sponsors, you support this show. Head over to CozyEarth.com, use the promo code FOODHEALS for an exclusive 35% off, and go get your mom the luxury she deserves on Mother's Day at CozyEarth.com with promo code FOODHEALS. Food Heals Podcast, episode 91. So why do people even need street drugs when they can just get it from a doctor? (laughs) Well, the ones from the doctor are more dangerous. (laughs) (laughs) Holistic Voice presents the Food Heals Podcast with your hosts, Alison Melody and Susie Hardy. Join the Food Heals Nation and learn the secrets to go from feeling unwell to healing yourself. Warning, side effects of this podcast may include increased health and vitality, thoughts of living longer, an increase in sexual activity, feelings of joy, cravings for kale and quinoa, and a spike in Tinder matches. In rare cases, people have experienced a strong desire to put down the Ben and Jerry's, get off the couch, and take a walk outside. If you experience any of these symptoms, tell your Facebook friends immediately. All right, welcome Food Heals Nation. Thanks for joining us. I'm Allison Melody. And I'm Susie Hardy. Today, we've got Adam and Bobby Sud here as a continuation of our last episode, and they're answering your questions about overcoming ADD without drugs, detoxing from addiction, and more. You remember the Sud brothers from episodes 68 and 69, where Adam shared his transformational journey of beating his drug and food addictions, losing over 100 pounds, and reversing his type 2 diabetes by adopting a plant-based vegan diet. And now Adam is on a mission, helping his twin brother Bobby feel as amazing as he does, and together they want to teach the world how to live a healthy, holistic lifestyle. And Bobby is a wildlife enthusiast and filmmaker. His environmental short film titled We Easily Forget won the Emerging Filmmaker Award at the 2013 Gray's Reef Ocean Film Festival. And just a few months ago, Bobby was a type 2 diabetic taking multiple prescription medications, suffering from depression, but now he's moved in with Adam and he's living the plant-based lifestyle and together they're on their way to total recovery. And now Adam and Bobby are here to answer your questions. But first, our sponsor. Today's show is sponsored by Acuity Scheduling. Are you sick of booking clients through email ping pong? You suggest a time, then they suggest a time, and before you know it, you've spent hours wasting that time just to book one person. Yes, it's the worst. Or maybe it's phone tag. You call them, leave a message, they call you, leave a message. All this wasted time trying to book an appointment that works for you both. It's frustrating, it's wasting time that you could be spending on building your business. That's exactly where Acuity founder Gavin Zuklinski found himself once upon a time in the year 2006. He saw his dear mom, Kim, struggling with her massage therapy business, just like Susie has. That's right. Just as she'd settled in to begin a session with a client, the phone would ring, instantly birthing a pit in the bottom of her stomach. Should she leave the client and get to the phone? Should she leave the phone to be with the client? How was she supposed to do it all? After all, she only had so many hands. And in a job where your hands are what people are paying for, this wasn't just a cute dilemma. It was her bottom line. That's right. So Zuklinski decided there had to be a better way, and he built it. Acuity now supports over 50,000 businesses and major corporations and has had a digital hand in helping to schedule millions of appointments and scheduling logistics worldwide. 
And Susie, I have to say, Acuity has definitely helped us in our business. We use it to book all our guests on the Food Heals podcast. And Susie was a little apprehensive at first. I was. I absolutely was. You know, I'm kind of tech challenged. I'm sort of self-taught. You know, I'm in my 30s. I'm not a millennial. I wasn't born knowing how to wield all this stuff. And it's constantly changing. Sure. And I think many people could understand that. Just as you learn one thing, then the technology changes. But when you said we were going to switch to Acuity... I was like, oh no, how do I, what do I have to learn? I don't even know how to do this. It's, hi, I need, a, I need, a, I need someone to teach me. <laughs> no, I did not need someone to teach me. I needed to take the plunge and just, it was very easy to learn. And once I did, I thought, oh my God, we wasted so much time before yep. trying to schedule our guests. It's so easy. It's so easy. The guests can just book themselves. They can fill out the forms. And they can reschedule themselves. Yes. I mean, they have to cancel. They have to reschedule. They can do it all on their own. It's brilliant. And it goes straight to our calendar. So our calendar tells us who we have, when they're coming, everything. It's fantastic. I love it. So Food Heals Nation, if you run a business, book appointments, or just need some organization in your life, you owe it to yourself to check out Acuity Scheduling. Go to acuityscheduling.com slash foodheals to get a free 45-day trial. That is such a good deal. It's usually 14 days, but we scored an exclusive deal for you. So you can try it out. Acuityscheduling.com slash foodheals. And we have a special announcement. That's right. You've heard us talking about it and hinting about it on some of our older episodes, but we are working on some exciting things for you. Today, we are thrilled to announce the pre-launch of the Food Heals VIP Club. This is the pre-launch, so we're not live yet, but we want to tell you a little bit about what you're going to find. The Food Heals VIP Club is a members-only club and holistic lifestyle brand where Susie and I will teach you strategies and classes in the fields of nutrition, spirituality, and entrepreneurship, our favorite things our to talk favorite. about. <laughs> so if you want to learn more about what we're offering, go to foodhealsvip.com. Should we give them a taste of what we're working on, Allie? Uh, I think we should. We're working on classes developed specifically for you, our Food Heals Nation. We asked what you wanted, you told us what you wanted, and we are answering. The classes we are developing now include Dream Bigger, How to Become a Manifestation Maven, Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> Podcast Greenlight, Marketing and Monetization Success Strategy, The Vitality Cleanse, How to Heal Your Body from the Inside Out, and many more to come. Like we said, it's all about food. It's all about business and entrepreneurship. It's all about nutrition. And it's all about manifestation and spirituality. So sign up now to be one of the first to hear about the launch of the exclusive Food Heals VIP Club and get a discount code for 20% off your membership for life. For life. For life. Food Heals Nation. That means you will get a discount for any classes that we offer anytime for the rest of your life. <laughs> forever yeah only if you sign up on this mailing list so that we can give it to you so the site hasn't launched yet but we will have classes available soon get on the mailing list so you can find out all the dirty details dirty details that's foodhealsvip.com next up our interview with the Sud Brothers the Food Heals podcast starts now we're back with Adam and Bobby Sud, twin brothers who are working together to make the world a healthier, happier place. Just three years ago, Adam weighed 300 pounds, was a type 2 diabetic, a drug addict, a fast food addict, and was suffering from severe depression. While in rehab, he took it upon himself to reverse his type 2 diabetes by implementing a plant-based diet into his recovery program of medication and therapy. Within six months, he reversed the diabetes 
I'm going to say that again. Within six months, he reversed his diabetes. Amazing. And today, he is over three years sober and maintains a healthy weight. So, you know, we've had them on the show before. This is their fourth official episode. So please go back if you want to hear their stories in depth to previous episodes with Adam and Bobby. But today, they're here to answer some questions. All right, we're back with Adam and Bobby to answer your burning questions. So... After the first two interviews, we had people writing in on our Facebook group like we went over before, all those positive comments, and we also got some emails. This is an email from CK from Ohio, and he actually has four detailed questions. Okay. So are you guys ready for that? Yeah. All right. So feel free to both chime in, let me know what you think. So CK says, first question, number one. I've been diagnosed with ADD, and the drug seems to be working. So right now, I don't see it as a problem. When did it become a problem for you, and what were the early warning signs? Well, that depends on the medicine that he's on, because there are non-stimulant forms of ADD and mm -hmm. ADHD medication. But if it is a stimulant form, for me, it became an issue very quickly as soon as I discovered that essentially the problem with these stimulant medications like Adderall is that they are chemically identical to meth. Mm -hmm. uh, they're off by one molecule, and that's essentially because the medicine that you're getting is a medically pure version of it. It is an amphetamine. It's simply just amphetamine. So why do people even need street drugs when they can just get it from a doctor? <laughs> you don't. Well, the ones from the doctor are more dangerous. <laughs> no, the, Statistically, no, no, they no, are. No, no, they're not more dangerous. They're better. They're stronger. They're, stronger, they're, they're more, more pure. Exactly. The fact is that this year, prescription drugs kill more people than heroin and cocaine combined. Legal drugs. Legal drugs. Cause more deaths. Than heroin and cocaine combined. Drugs. And you know what kills more than that? What? Diet. Yeah. Yeah. Diet-related but, disease. Mm -hmm. You're right. I'll say that if it's working, I'm not your doctor, so I'm not going to tell you to stop taking it. Here's the problem, though. You're going to be dependent upon it because mm -hmm. it's not allowing you to develop tools to learn how to deal with your ADD or ADHD without it. Well, so and you I've heard you say a lot of times that it became a problem when it wasn't working anymore. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Your tolerance for it will go up, and you will need more and more and more. Mm -hmm. And there's only a certain amount that a doctor will be willing to prescribe you. And after so many years, that may mean that you have to, I'm not going to say that everybody will become a doctor shopper or illegally purchasing the drug. That's what happened in my experience. Mm -hmm. The other problem is the, the toll that it takes on your body physically. Mm -hmm. Stimulants drain your adrenal glands mm -hmm. to the point to where for me, they were almost burned out to where I couldn't experience purpose or passion or drive or will to do something without it. Even things that I like doing, like oh, playing I have, video games, yeah, I, have the same, I, I have still the same. have to take Adderall in order to stay up and do it. Not just to stay up at night. For, I wasn't taking it for the purpose of being able to stay up at night, but just to get in the mood to want to play a video game mm -hmm. or to go out with friends or I had to have it. And uh, it destroyed my metabolism. There's a lot of factors that go into diagnosing someone with ADHD there's your social factors, the family that you grow up with, the environment in which you live in, the food in which you feel yourself. And to treat everyone with the same medication is a lazy approach to treatment. Yeah. I think that medication should be the very last straw that you you know choose to use as, as far as your treatment. I think that at first you try, like I said, fix the environment, mm -hmm. change the way you feel yourself, allow yourself to try new things. And it's going to take a while, like six months. And if you honestly don't see any, any improvement, then you go on to the next thing. But like I said, the last thing should be medication. But the problem is that medication is the sweep it under the rug way of fixing it. It's like, well, 
but I got the meds, nothing else necessary. Well, that's not really true because the medication is only going to work for so long. And you have to realize if you say Adderall is what works, especially when it comes to mental illness or ADD or anything dealing with brain chemistry, there is no medicine that is the cure to it. That's right. So if you accept that you're going to go on Adderall, this is something you will be on the rest of your life. Yeah. Okay. Unless you change something. And it's proven that it's not healthy. So if you want to continually be on meth. It raises your blood pressure. It raises your heart rate. In my opinion, it's a very dangerous drug. And so now, Adam, you are off the medication. Are you able to, on your own get that motivation like you said that you needed to play video games or to go out with friends on your own like what do you do now to get that energy or do you innately have it back when i was taken off of it in treatment of course there was a period of time where it was difficult to get up and want to do things i was also in the middle of addiction recovery which made it very difficult as well that on top of it but i know that for me changing the way i eat Mm -hmm. was a huge thing the fact is that over 50 percent of dopamine and over 90% of serotonin has an intestinal source. So that means that what we eat literally changes the way that we think, feel, and are rewarded by our brain. Yes. Those are the three things that Adderall affects, mm-hmm. how you think, feel, and are rewarded by your brain. Mm-hmm. And not only rewarded, but the anticipation of reward. Because dopamine will start to trigger. Like for me, if I were still an addict, when I was still an addict, and I would drive past either a Whataburger, which is a fast food chain in Texas, or see a street corner where I purchase drugs, my brain would release dopamine in the anticipation of being rewarded because I saw the environment in which my drug addiction and food addiction existed. Mm -hmm. So the fact that you can alter those chemical levels just by with what you eat, I think that that should be where you start. Find the diet and the environment that allows you to be successful or at least change your ability to be maybe more a little bit more successful and then develop lifestyle tools because the medication is not a cure-all it's symptom treatment right and that's the problem because when you become dependent on symptom treatment you're dependent on it for the rest of your life because you never fix the underlying cause i still have add when i have to attend a lecture or take a certification course uh, like when i was being certified for uh, lifestyle coaching Mm -hmm. uh, the testing days were three eight-hour days those weren't fun yeah And I do have ADD and I would find myself, my mind wandering when I'm supposed to be paying attention and I have to be mindful and and self-aware and say, okay, I'm starting to wander. I need to pay attention and that can be exhausting, but that's, that's my situation. Yeah. That's me. And I, I would rather have to maybe put in a little more effort and deal with it with tools that I developed for myself than be addicted to a drug that's going to do damage to my body and mind and then therefore damage my lifestyle the people that i'm close with are going to be affected by my choices so i mean i can't really say if it's more difficult for me with than someone who doesn't have add but this is just my experience and i think that if you can get off the meds in a healthy way i would do it absolutely Uh, yeah and i just want to say that i've never been diagnosed with add or anything but i feel like we're conditioned right now in the time that we live in to be distracted we have cell phones texting us people calling us we have facebook we have social media everyone is expected to be available and on at all times and so we're constantly if we're not distracted by something we're looking for that distraction yeah i can't sit through an eight-hour event and not be completely my mind going everywhere and i've never been diagnosed with anything it's Mm -hmm. because i've been conditioned to be this way because i'm working so hard 
important. I love working. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. But I've created this and our society has also created this. So it's kind of like, and I don't want to take a drug to avoid that, but I have to constantly put myself in check. If I'm at a conference, if I'm in a class, like even I take these classes on Saturday sometimes when they're four hours long. Do you know how hard it is not to check the phone every 20 yes, minutes? Yes, I do. It is so <laughs> hard. And I'm not saying that ADD isn't an absolutely legitimate thing, but I think so many people are being diagnosed with it that do not have anything you know, wrong with them. No, that I would say that it's very commonly overdiagnosed. Mm-hmm. And there's a great book by Dr. Gabor Mate mm-hmm. called Scattered. Mm-hmm. And it's about understanding ADD. He's a, an amazing doctor who himself suffers from ADD. And he, he works with addicts in the Skid Row area of Vancouver. Mm-hmm. And he described ADD in a way in that book that I think was a really great way of describing it. And he said that if to understand what ADD is like, he said, imagine yourself in a party surrounded by a bunch of people who are all talking at the same time. And someone comes up to you and taps you on the shoulder and says, what did that guy right there say? Because your brain is focused on every stimuli at the same time uh-huh. equally. Whereas a brain that isn't, doesn't suffer from attention deficit disorder, it's not an inability to focus. It's the fact that your brain focuses on more than one stimuli at all times. Mm-hmm. Every single diagnosis is unique to the individual. Right. And there's so many contributing factors that may be creating symptoms like ADD. Yeah. That without treating the environment first, just adding medication alters the the chemistry even more which could be making the situation worse yeah and for me i feel like the only thing that cures me of my busyness and being all over the place and inability to focus is meditation and oh yeah you know it doesn't mean i have to be like sitting on a mountain or in a class or doing something really intense it can just be five minutes turn off the phone close down the computer close my eyes and be present exactly any anything that allows you to be mindful of yourself the area that you're in the space that you occupy yeah and also your breath which for me which is why running is mm-hmm. my meditation because i'm so actively engaged in my body and my breath and where i am and the physical space that i occupy for that hour of running that i know on those days i'm much more productive yeah. and and my day gets started earlier on days when i either go to the gym or run mm-hmm. first thing in the morning not that I'm not productive on days that I don't, but it takes me longer to get to that point. Yeah, I think you know meditation should be taught in schools starting with you know kindergarten. Yeah, absolutely. but you know, and that's the other thing is like I read a statistic that most Americans by age 12 have been on some kind of mind-altering antidepressant or ADHD medication. Age, age 12, 12. That's a developing brain. Yeah, I mean, come on, parents. <laughs> I'm not a parent yet, so I, you know this is kind of how easy for me to say when I don't know what it's like to have an eight-year-old running and screaming. But kids who are eight years old are going to act like eight-year-olds. Yeah. And their 12-year-olds are going to act like 12-year-olds. They're not going to be able to concentrate and sit down and listen to a lecture. It's like that great episode of South Park. And they said, uh-huh. oh, my kid definitely has uh, ADD. All he does is run around screaming like an eight-year-old. And the kid goes, I am eight. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. But there are so many people these days with multiple prescriptions. Yeah. And I think that today, unfortunately, that's commonplace that where people think that that's what you're supposed to do. Mm-hmm. Whereas before, it was like prescription medication was like maybe you had one or two prescription medications your entire life. And that was towards the end. Mm-hmm. It's now so commonplace that everyone thinks that they should have one. Yeah. Because it fixes something. Yeah. I know a lot of people just our age in their 30s that are just like, oh, I need this to get by in my job. Yeah. Or I need it to party. And it's like, okay, but what is it really doing long term? People don't want to look at that. Yeah. 
You know, they just want the right now. Exactly. And I understand that. I want the right now a lot of times, but I also, you've got to look at the long-term goals and what's doing your I think, body. First of all, I think anyone born in the mid-90s or later doesn't know what a patient person looks like. And that goes to why, especially, you know, millennials mm-hmm. will pick medication over hard work because medication asks nothing of you today. Mm-hmm. That's, That's very true. true. Jinx. <laughs> Double jinx. Yeah, so to the to the question that he, that he asked, if the medication is working for you, it's because that's what it's designed to do. It's designed to be a stimulant, and stimulants release dopamine, and, and that allows you to, to focus. But at the same time, you're playing with a loaded gun. This stuff is dangerous, and it shouldn't be taken lightly. The fact that there are doctors all over the place prescribing it. How in the world is a pediatrician supposed to be allowed to prescribe? Uh, Meth meth yeah. yeah and the fact is that a lot of people get their kids on adhd medications from their pediatrician um well there's and, been stories of teachers demanding that the kid doesn't come back without a prescription because they're yeah. too yeah. hard to deal with in class you yeah know? so yeah it's just ridiculous. so punish the child because the teacher wasn't capable of dealing with the kid but yeah but uh, for me i don't think medication unless it's a need to right now because that's where medication is for it's for treating disease in acute situations where it's like we need it to be taken care of right now because it's a life or death situation mm-hmm. or it's I have a disease that without it, I'm not able to heal myself. Other than that, you need to try everything else first. Yeah. It's going to be harder, but it's going to be worth it. So his second question is, we got into this a little bit, but just to see if you have any more advice on this, how long was the detox period from Adderall until you felt good again? And then any advice for getting through it? Well, for me, it was, um, I would say at least a month. However, at the same time, I was implementing the nutrition program Mm -hmm. that I put in for myself. So I was actively engaged in making a a new version of myself. Mm -hmm. So I was putting into practice tools for living a new lifestyle. And, you know, I was also severely depressed at the same time. So I was actively focused on positive change rather than looking for the negative mm-hmm. so much at that point. And that's, you know, one of the things that I think gets lost in the translation of why people should go to the gym or want to lose weight. You do it because you love yourself, not because you hate who you currently are. If, oh, if, I love that. Um, <laughs> it's well said. If you're doing it for the sake of not liking who you are, then every time you look in the mirror, you're going to look for what you don't like. Mm-hmm. If you're doing it because you're saying, all right, I love myself and I'm worth doing this. Then every time you look in the mirror, you're going to be like, whoa, look at the change that's happening. You know, this is why I'm doing it. And you need to do the same thing for all all lifestyle change. Do it because you think you're worth going through whatever hell might be necessary. Because the fact is that if you're comfortable with being uncomfortable, your life will get better as a result of it. Mm -hmm. And any lifestyle change is going to be uncomfortable because you're not used to it. And you want what you're comfortable with even when what's comfortable is killing you. You're listening to the Food Hills Podcast. Make sure to subscribe, rate, and review us on iTunes. Food Heals Nation, are you looking for the perfect scheduling tool for your business? Are you sick and tired of sending emails back and forth and wasting your precious time on scheduling your clients? If so, we've got the solution for you. That's right. If you own a massage business, a therapy practice, a yoga studio, and we know many of you do, or even host a podcast like us, Acuity is the only scheduling and time management tool you will ever need. Take it from us, Acuity allows you to schedule clients without sacrificing your soul. And automate your client bookings, cancellations, reminders, and even payment with one click. 
and zero frustration. You're here to make yourself money, not make yourself crazy. Clients can see your real-time calendar availability, self-select the time that works best for them, and easily book and pay for their own appointments in advance, sparing you those stress headaches, mix-ups, and grunts of frustration. Before we had Acuity, we were spending a ton of time and energy with back and forth emails, trying to book guests, and sending them questions, and having to constantly follow up and send reminders. But Acuity changed everything. Yep, Acuity has completely automated our process and freed up our time to focus on the things we love to do, like providing our Food Heals Nation with high quality content. Yes, so now instead of a mess of emails, we send our guest a booking link. They choose a time that works for them. They fill out our information form, which includes links to their website, their bio, their photo, and all the information we need, all in one place. Then the booking syncs automatically with our calendars and poof, we're done. Such a time saver. Such a lifesaver. And Acuity does so much more. Yes, you can automatically send branded and customized confirmations, reminders, and follow-ups via email or text message, and even accept payments and tips through Stripe, PayPal, Braintree, and Authorize.net with the click of a button. Get started today. Go to acuityscheduling.com slash foodheals to get a 45-day trial. That's an amazing deal, Food Heals Nation. It's usually 14 days, but we scored an exclusive discount for you, acuityscheduling.com slash foodheals. We love it, and we know you will too. So the next question is that the fear of quitting Adderall is he won't be able to work at the high standard he's become accustomed to. So we kind of talked about that earlier, but he wants to know what is a tip for replacing the focus that the drug gives you? One is, are you comfortable with knowing that you can't perform without it? Mm -hmm. Because I guarantee you, if you ask yourself honestly, if you're willing to become something else and create a new way of living, if you want it bad enough, you can do what's necessary to achieve it. You know, I had to accept that, yeah, I felt the same way. It's like when I used to work in film and I would be on set, I felt like I had to outperform everyone else because mm-hmm. I had low self-esteem anyways, mm-hmm. and my Adderall would do that for me. Mm-hmm. But that wasn't me doing it because I couldn't do it without the Adderall. However, today, there are days when I work long days and I get through it. At the end of the day, I'm exhausted because I'm supposed to be, you know? Yeah. It's like 12 hours of work, you're supposed to be tired, whereas with Adderall, you could go for another two days. You're afraid right now because... You don't know any other way of doing it. Mm -hmm. And it's not going to be the same, but that doesn't mean it's going to be worse. You you will be able to have the same focus. It won't be the same kind of focus because it won't be a drug-driven focus. And for me, and I haven't been addicted to drugs, so forgive me, but I do think that I go through this too. Whether it's just coffee or just being in a good mood where I'm just like, oh, I don't have any motivation, but I have to get through something. Mm. I have to be focused and energized. And for me, it's about am I passionate about what I'm about to do? If I'm passionate, even if I don't want to do it at all, once I start, the focus comes the energy comes whether that's divine or whether you're an atheist and you don't think it is and it's just like inherent whatever that is that energy will come if you are passionate 
Now, if you're doing something you don't want to do and you need focus because it's something you just want to get through, that's when it's a lot harder, in my opinion, to yeah. access it. But it's like, okay, think about the outcome and make that your goal. So you're like, you know what? When I'm done with these taxes, as much as I don't want to do them at all, I'm going to go have a glass of wine. I'm going to go celebrate with my friends. That weight on my shoulders is going to be gone. And so when you're thinking about it in that way, it's like, oh, I can't wait to do this. And then the focus comes, right? Yeah. Plus, not only that, I mean, if you have to do something that you know is going to be difficult and you get yourself to do it, there's a reward in that. There's, Mm -hmm. you know, I did this even though it was difficult. Yeah. uh, And I did it on my own. Your first week or two on this diet, I'm sure you wanted to quit but you know you felt like you had to do it and there are days that were long and you know I know that there are days when I go to work and I you know I work in addiction recovery and I work with a lot of young guys who are in their early 20s and these are kids who feel invincible and don't want to hear me tell them that maybe they should start eating plants and I get a lot of you know the angry entitled I get me when I started this journey, which is, I think is, you know, it's kind of like karma thing. <laughs> I, I was that person to another. But you're the perfect person to talk to yeah. you in a different body from yeah. a younger time. But, you know, at the same time, it's like, wow. You know, at the end of the day, I'm like, God, some of these kids are just, you know, I'm never going to get through to them. Uh, and those can be exhausting days. But at the same time, this is what I do, you know? I mean, I'm lucky to be able to do what I love doing. And so even days when I'm a long, exhausting work day that I didn't really enjoy, at the end of the day, I feel good about it, that I got through it and I did it on my own. Yeah. I just, I have a whole new outlook on medication. Medication should be for treating the extremes. Mm-hmm. ADD has become this fad. Yeah. That it's like, oh, I must have ADD because I had a hard time studying. <laughs> Come on. We are altering our body's chemistry daily on a very profound way, mm-hmm. and that is not good. Yeah. So this is your life you're talking about? Are you willing to risk it? Because you are when you play with these substances. So the last question CK had is, he says, I've had weight problems my entire life and attribute some of it to ADD, impulse control, and low dopamine levels. Adderall has helped control these factors. So I'd rather be on Adderall than be super fat. What's wrong with that? <laughs> I think it's funny because it runs, even though it's a serious topic. Okay, so um, yeah, I think Bobby wants to answer this one. Okay. Yeah, so I just, you know, I started this vegan thing to lose weight, mm-hmm. you know, and then at the same time, I'm going off of Adderall. Mm-hmm. So uh, I now take 30 milligrams less a day than I was. And mm-hmm. I've noticed that I have more of an appetite and, and I have more of an urge to eat than I did when I was on the higher dosage. Mm-hmm. Go vegan. It doesn't matter how much you eat. Yeah, go go plant based. Yeah, go plant based. So you're based. saying like you can still eat more if you yeah, have like a if you're wor- if you're worried about eating more because you're off of Adderall, yeah. go plant based. Yeah, because and if you have to eat between, more, eat more. There's a difference between being vegan and being plant based. Vegan, you're just telling people what you don't eat. That's anything that comes from an animal. Which like you can eat Oreos. On Oreos the and diet. soda are right. vegan, okay, but being plant based means you eat only whole natural plant foods. So. Fruits, vegetables, whole grains, beans, legumes, nuts, and seeds. Mm-hmm. No oil, no added sugar. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'll eat like a giant carton of strawberries in an afternoon. Mm-hmm. Like, do which, that. Which we each did today. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you know, that eat, sounds delightful. I yeah. Know. yeah. Eat, you know, a bunch of carrots or, or celery. Or make, or, or make, make a big bowl of steamed broccoli or steamed leafy greens with beans and corn. And, you know, there's this great Engine 2 marinara sauce, which is oil-free marinara. And just make a big bowl of it. And, you know, like and I if said. If you're still hungry afterwards, make another bowl. 
Yeah, <laughs> because the calorie density is so low. I mean, leafy greens have a calorie density of 100 calories per pound. Look at that compared to vegetable oil, uh, like olive oil, which is the most calorie-dense food on the planet. It's 4,000 calories per pound. So especially if you're cooking with oil or eating with oil, you are really, oil is not healthy. Look, the reason why people have weight issues is, for the most part, it's about their diet. Mm -hmm. Adderall is not going to be your fix. That's one of the reasons why I got addicted to Adderall is because it allowed me to keep my weight down. As a result, I ended up 310 pounds and a type 2 diabetic. It is going to destroy your metabolism, and it is going to destroy your adrenal glands. It is going to hurt you so much worse in the long run. Your diet is the biggest contributing factor to your overall weight. You know, using Adderall as a way to maintain your weight, you're using a weight loss drug. Mm-hmm. And those don't have a good track record if you research them. So, And can you tell us like what you were eating before compared to what you eat now? Yeah, what I ate before was anywhere from four to six fast food cheeseburgers a day. It would be anywhere from, normally it was two cheeseburgers, uh, like McDonald's double quarter pounder with cheese, two of those per meal, and then breakfast tacos for breakfast, and, you know, regular sodas, and, and on nights when I didn't get cheeseburgers, I ordered a large pizza for myself. You know, now I eat I wake up every morning and have a bowl of oatmeal with cinnamon, a lot of cinnamon. Some people would say it's cinnamon with a little bit of oatmeal on it, but... Um, <laughs> you like your cinnamon. And then, you know, I do these epic salads, is what I call them. They're like a two-pound salad of everything from spinach, kale, mixed greens, carrots, beets, corn, celery, green onions, black beans, chickpeas, uh, red kidney beans, dried cranberries, peppers... No dressing, because now I actually really enjoy the taste of all these ingredients, and I don't mm-hmm. think you need the dressing. But you can use an oil-free dressing, like uh, flavored vinegars or uh, like an apple cider vinegar. Mm-hmm. And then they do make oil-free salad dressings. Uh, Engine 2 makes some great ones. Or what Bobby does is that bowl that I described earlier, mm-hmm. the one with the broccoli and the beans and the corn and the marinara. But anything from the Forks Over Knives website is a, anything that's a whole food, plant-based diet meal. There's no calorie restriction. There's no portion control necessary because you're eating foods that you were designed to eat. Yeah, and you get full faster because you have all the nutrition you need. You're not hungry in two hours. Exactly. The fact is that your body is tells you that you're full. Your stomach tells your brain that you're full on two factors. One is the nutrient factor, essentially the calorie density, and the other is the stretch factor, how full you are actually, how much food is filling your stomach. The fact is that 500 calories of whole natural plant foods fills your stomach up all the way. Mm-hmm. And so both your nutrient and stretch re- uh, receptors are being triggered to tell your brain to stop eating. Whereas with the standard American diet, 500 calories barely fills your stomach up halfway. Mm-hmm. Like I said with oil, 500 calories fills it up maybe like a fifth of the way. The fact is that the human body is so well designed to know exactly how much to eat that over 33 years, I'm 33 years old, I've eaten 33,000 pounds of food, essentially 1,000 pounds of food a year. If I had eaten 1% less than that, I would be dead. If I had eaten 1% more than that, I would be dead because I'd be so obese. That is how good we are at determining how much we need to eat. Mm -hmm. So when you eat the foods that we were designed by nature to eat whole natural plant foods it's almost impossible to get it wrong Mm -hmm. that's really good advice it's almost impossible to get it wrong you're like what do i eat well you have a list of all the things that are plant-based approved and then you you keep it (laughs) yeah if you keep the fat low i mean obviously if i eat avocados all day 
which I do have an avocado a day a lot of times, but if I was to eat nothing but avocados all day, that would be way too much fat and I would gain weight. If you eat a low-fat, whole foods, plant-based diet, it's almost impossible for you biologically to get it wrong. Yeah. So that's really empowering. And what about you, Bobby? What did you eat before? Not as extreme as him, but I, if you grow up in Austin, you eat breakfast tacos in the morning for breakfast. Uh, Which are not breakfast burritos. Yeah, you guys don't get it right here. Yeah. We <laughs> talked about this last time. Wow. I remember this. Yeah. I'm not going to even apologize. We are, we are very passionate about this. <laughs> you don't have um, And then for, for lunch, it would either be, you know, like a cheeseburger or, or some form of sandwich or something like that. And then for dinner, it would be meat somehow, you know. Uh, meat, cheese, or dairy, right? Yeah, yeah. And I would snack in between with usually high fat or high salt snacks. I, like some people have sweet tooth. I have a fat and salt tooth. Mm-hmm. I love fat and I love salt. But now, you know, I'll wake up in the morning. I have a bowl of cereal, Rips Big Bowl. It's an engine two cereal with a almond milk. And then uh, I'll usually eat like half a carton of strawberries in between breakfast and, and lunch. And then for lunch, it's like two giant heads of broccoli, a serving of beans, a serving of corn, drowned in marinara sauce so it's a big bowl yeah Yeah. and then uh, i'll eat maybe another carton of strawberries between that and dinner and for dinner i have the same thing but you know i mean you don't have to you can mix it up yeah i mean the forks over knives app has something like 100 plus recipes for all different kinds of things and they're all whole food plant-based diet related recipes and they're they're amazing but Um, we just don't we're not good cooks and we just keep it simple so yeah yeah. (laughs) the great great thing about like going plant-based is before when it's when I would try and control what I was eating I would eat something if I was hungry I'd have to fight the urge to eat now if I'm hungry well I'll go eat something you know yeah I mean that's freedom right there because we're women Susie and I and you don't understand how hard it is to be a woman and go we can't eat because we have to be skinny that is what we grew up learning and it's disgusting and it's terrible but I still get that urge sometimes I'm like oh I want to eat and it's three o'clock and that's a weird time to eat so I shouldn't because I have to stay thin and then I go wait that's an old pattern that's yeah, an old the idea. time of day it's ridiculous. nonsense is you know the only reason we have breakfast lunch and dinner time is because the societal structure that says you have to get up eat breakfast before you go to work then you get a break midday so you can fuel yourself for more work that's not how we were designed by nature. Yeah. If you watch a child eat, they come and they snack a little bit, then they go play, then they come back and they eat a little bit, then they come play. They're like grazers. That's how we were designed to eat. We we fuel ourselves for a little bit, we go exert energy, then we come back and fuel ourselves a little bit more. Yeah. So the whole idea that there's three meals a day, not in my world. Plus <laughs> 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 <So. laughs> on top of that, everybody's different anyway. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Right? Yeah, exactly. The so, only thing the only thing that that isn't different is that we were all actually designed to eat one way. All species of animals on this planet are designed with a diet that is best for them. Mm-hmm. Yet human beings believe that that person is supposed to be eating more meat than than vegetables and that person is supposed to have a high dairy diet. It's, I'm sorry, but the fact is that we're not that special. We only believe human beings to be that more special than any other animal species on the planet. We have a, a diet that we were designed by nature to eat. Mm-hmm. And if you look at the science, the whole foods, plant-based diet seems to be that. The fact that it's the only diet shown to reverse disease in the body. Show me anywhere else in medicine or nutrition that can reverse MS. Right. And, and maybe I'll agree with you. The there's fact not. is you can't cherry pick when there's only one cherry. Mm-hmm. So, you know, diseases that even medicine can't cure, a diet can reverse. 
I mean, you're preaching in the choir. I completely agree. That's what I discovered. And, you know, there are so many chronic debilitating diseases that a plant-based diet can heal and reverse. And you can have no symptoms. Even if you physically have this disease in your body, you don't feel a thing. Yeah. It, it's the only medicine where the side effects are actually great. Yeah. The side effects <laughs> make you feel good. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I agree. And, you know, the whole argument, oh, we're hunters, you know, that's all BS because we're foragers. So it's like eating yeah. a pound of strawberries makes sense because if you found strawberries in the woods that day, you know, back in our ancestors when we didn't have what we have today, grocery stores, you would eat all the strawberries. And not only that, the fact is that the color in fruit signifies the density of antioxidants. Mm-hmm. It's actually nature's way of telling you being attracted the eye so when we did live in nature we would be attracted to those foods because they were the best things for us yeah. the other thing is if we were carnivores we would have the biology of a carnivore right. we would have a short intestinal tract where we would pass food in about four hours instead of 18 we would be able to produce vitamin c in our bodies we would have acidic saliva our jaws would move only up and down instead of side to side. If you want to ignore the evidence and say that you believe that you eat meat, then fine. Then say you're disregarding the scientific facts that say otherwise. Yeah, and we Uh, don't create the enzymes needed to break down the meat. So people that have a high meat diet really need to take a lot of enzymes. That's why we can't eat meat raw. Yeah, yeah. yeah. If if we could eat meat, we wouldn't have to cook it. Mm-hmm. That makes and, so much sense. And the oh other thing God. is, you know, we were talking earlier about the microbiome. We only get parasites from meat. The bacteria that have negative effects on our body come from a diet that's rich in animal products. Mm-hmm. And we know that something like 8% of the DNA in our bodies isn't our own. It's from the the trillions of bacteria that exist within our body that do things for us that we can't do for ourselves. The way to have a diverse microbiome is to eat a diverse amount of plant foods. Mm-hmm. And when you're only eating a little bit, that's when you see these ads for yogurt that have probiotics. Yeah. Come on. I mean, and plus you're only getting well, the actually, bacteria that comes in that. That's not really creating a diverse microbiome. If you look at the human history before farming and agriculture was started, where human beings were, you know, hunter-gatherers, mm-hmm. where we had a very diverse diet. The average height of the human being was over six feet. We were athletic mm-hmm. and we were healthy. Then when farming came along and we had a very narrow diet, no diversity, the average height dropped to five and a half feet. We were not as healthy a person when you when you restrict your diet. Absolutely not. Yeah. Wow. All right. Well, you guys have been super helpful tonight. I really appreciate you guys coming back and thanks for updating us with your progress and keep updating us. Let us know how it's going. We're really excited for the icebreaker run. Where can everyone find you online, stalk you, follow you? Well, you can find me Adam Sud on Facebook. You can also find my Instagram Adam Sud 82. Robert Sud, right? That's what you go by on Facebook? On Facebook, yeah. Yeah, and Bobby Sud on Instagram. Yeah. I never call him Robert. That's his legal name. But um, <laughs> Also, Icebreaker Run, you can follow us, icebreakerrun.org. And we will also have a Vimeo site, which I'm sure the website will have a link to once we get started. And Bobby will be uploading daily videos from the actual run, so you can follow along with us and join in the conversation. Like I said, mentioned earlier, there are t-shirts for sale that okay. support the run, so... Buy I just, a t-shirt. Yeah, buy a t-shirt. <laughs> I, I did just get an email uh, asking to promote it as much as possible, the t-shirts. So I'm doing that. Great. Um, We'd love to be your platform to yeah. promote it. And, uh, you know, I get messages from people still from some of the previous podcasts that I've done reaching out, wanting to ask for help. And if you would like to ask for advice or help as far as, you know, seeking help for addiction, 
don't hesitate to send me a message on Facebook. I will respond to you as soon as I can. And, you know, if I can help in any way, I will. Yeah, I think it's amazing when I, when I get those messages. I, it, it's crazy. You know, it's like, really? <laughs> <laughs> hey, when you start yeah. making waves, you're going to get questions. I that's mean, true. good for you. And that's amazing that you answer them because there are so many people who don't have the capacity to. And I'm sure you're going to get to that level where you're not going to be able to help people anymore. So it's amazing that you're willing yeah. to help them now. Also, want to recap, Bobby, when he started 250 plus pounds now, now he's 200 pounds, no type 2 diabetes, no high blood pressure. Plus, it gets plus, plus. Yeah. <laughs> look, look how heavy he is. He does not like being talked about. He does not like being It's all right. Well, we're really, really excited for both of you, and we love what you're doing, and you're inspiring so many people, including our Food Heals Nation. And Thank you for taking the time to come back. Yeah. Oh, no. Yeah. We, Thank we, you for having we love, us. It's yeah, fun. we love being here. We love you guys. So yeah. We're big fans of the show. Cool. Come back after the icebreaker run. Let us know what the progress is. We can't wait to see the video, the film. And how can anyone see your film, Bobby, the one we were talking about earlier? It's on the it's, Sud it's Brothers on, Films it's, website. It's on my website. It's on sudbrothersfilms.com. Sudbrothersfilms.com. Yeah. Okay, great. Food Heals Nation. Check it out. Thank you guys so much. Oh, no. Thank, thank you. Thank you. That's our show. Thanks for listening. Sign up for our mailing list at foodhealsnation.com and receive a free gift from us. That's right. We have created a brand new guide for you, our Food Heals Nation. Yep. The guide is called Health, Longevity, and Weight Loss Secrets, and it's full of tips, tricks, and secrets collected from some of our favorite guests from the Food Heals podcast. In it, you will learn crazy cool stuff like how to live to 99 with no wrinkles. Susie's grandfather. That's right. How to attract the one. Ooh, how to never get a cavity again. My favorite. Yes, my favorite too. And the real secret to weight loss. Or maybe that's my favorite. They're all my favorites. And And so much more. (laughs) So sign up for our newsletter at foodhealsnation.com. We won't spam you, we promise. No, we won't send you too many emails. Trust us, we're too busy for that anyway. (laughs) (laughs) So go to foodhealsnation.com to get your free guide, health, longevity, and weight loss secrets from the Food Heals podcast by subscribing today. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This podcast is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Side effects of this podcast may include increased health and vitality, thoughts of living longer, developing a more positive outlook on life. In rare cases, women have experienced a strong desire to change their status update from hashtag blessed to hashtag OMG even more blessed than yesterday, hashtag loving life. If you experience any of these symptoms, make sure to tweet a Kardashian immediately.